They're Do really not even trying to make it look like Harley. <laughs> I love this movie. Oh. Black Mask doesn't have a mask in that flashing thing I've found like good quality screenshots. The actor who's Black Mask uh-huh. just has sunnies on. And Zaz doesn't have a cut on him. What? Oh, what? That's the same as Gotham. Why do they keep doing and that? And also, for some reason, little Asian bat girl's there. What's her name? Katana? No, the Asian bat girl. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Cass- she's there. Cassie, the same Yeah, name. she's like a little fat kid with a broken arm. Yeah, I was very upset. Yeah, I saw the meme. It's her, and it's a picture of her in the like the full face bat suit, and there's a picture of the Godfather. Says, "Look how they massacred my boy." She's <laughs> very upset. I like that she's got mask. she's got the box fringe, but also like side bangs over the top of them. Yeah, she's she looks like she cut her hair with a pair of salad tongs on a bus stop. Mm. Oh no! Salad tongs are known for their sharpness. I've been cut by salad tongs before. Did you cut your hair? I said something about you yourself. Mm. I got my cut my mouth on a spoon one time. I've been recording now for like two minutes. Blimey. A whole 12. Mm. Don't cut your tongues on the spoons. Yeah, good night, everybody. Yeah, why would they not give Huntress a mask? It was really dumb. And this has been a scoop away with us. Ladies and future boys, welcome to another episode of The School for Wayward Nerds, the podcast to give you that sweet, sweet education on all things comic books, movies, TV, and this week, video games. My name is Toby DePola, and today's topic is kart racing through the ages. So get in your tiny vehicle and put your pedal to the metal with our permanent guests, White Collar and Megan Chikatilo. Hello. You're always here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as always, we have our pr- pit crew on the side here, Half Dev. Half Dev, never half. Be half sure to rate dead. and review the podcast, follow us on Facebook at the School for Wayward Nerds, and message us topics or story arcs you'd like us to cover. Uh, with all that out of the way, let's uh, talk karting. What, what, what's uh, your favourite to get the wheels spinning here? My shit answer is tag team racing, the Crash Bandicoot one, because... Card games are fun, but I think they're not worth their value uh-huh. sometimes. But at least this game, if you wanted, you also had the open world to run around. Yeah, and it, it kind of just bit. made it more fun. Yeah. And it made the races feel more important. Mm. You had to do shit to get to them. What about you, Mug? Um, um, well, I only ever got to play Mario Kart on the Wii. Oh. Yeah, because... I don't know, I never got to touch my PlayStation because it was my brother's and he never let me touch it. So that's what I got to play. And I got really good at it. That was good. good. But only on the Wii. I was horrifically bad at the Wii one. I was so good at it, I don't know why. Good flashback to last week. Yeah. Wee wee. Wee wee wee. What about about you, Half Do you have a favourite carding game? Uh, I like all the carding games. Alright, it's good medium. You don't have to, like, do open world stuff most of the time. You don't have to, you know, no character controls. You just go. Yeah, it's nice to see the looks cool. Yeah, and, like, anybody and could play them. It makes mm. good, like, multiplayers. Yeah. Because that was a problem that I had growing up 
I wasn't ever allowed to just play by myself. I had to play with my sister. Mm-hmm. And a lot of games, either you have a really crappy second character, or it's a one-player game, and we had to do the whole, when you die, it's my turn. Yeah. Um, and that's a lame way to play games. Mm-hmm. I reckon Crash Bandicoot ones were always the best, so Nitro Kart was pretty sick. Yeah. As I did my research, I found that a lot of things go back to a Crash game trying to do something different. Yeah. But we'll probably get to that, like, not e- maybe not even this week, because there's been a lot of carding games. So let's get stuck in. Alright, we'll, we'll start at the beginning here with 1976's Crashing Race by Taito. Uh, there had been a few top-down arcade races during the 70s, but there was something new to the racing genre. This one wasn't about coming first. Uh, the goal was to crash as many computer-controlled cars in the time limit. Think a super-limited version of the Burnout Road Rage game mode. Oh, mm. oh I used to like that game. Mm. Um, this inspired other games to advance the whole idea to, you know, make racing more exciting. Uh, at, you know, over time they added, what like, weirder tracks and weapons and stuff. Weapons are good. Yep, but, but before we get too far ahead, we'll take a pit stop here at 1982's Namco Atari game Pole Position. Uh, this was one of those sit-down-with-the-steering-wheel games, and it was a huge advancement in the racing games, because um, this was the first one in third person. It wasn't that shitty top-down version. Oh, yeah, version. Mm. Yep, top-down was left in the rearview mirror, and two years later, Nintendo released their third-person Formula One racing game, F1 Race. Normally I wouldn't talk about Formula Ones, but this one's important for us. Um, it's about to shit out a god. Oh. The entire genre. It's gonna shit out Shaggy. Yeah. Oh. It's gonna give birth Big to a god baby. Big world. Oh no. In 1990, the F1 game became a franchise with F Zero. Um, the futuristic spaceship racing game series. You've seen it. You know that. It kind of looks like Firefox or Star Fox. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, it was a big old hit, and Nintendo had begun to develop a sequel with two-player capabilities. But Fate had other plans, um, and these plans would change gaming forever. But a Super Nintendo wasn't as super as they needed it to be to run two players at the speeds of F-Zero. Oh. So they switched spaceships out for the slowest racing vehicle they could possibly think of, the humble go-kart. This game began with a nameless dude in a typical go-kart outfit, and he used an oil can to slip up the competition. But like Doki Doki Panic in 1988, and I assume dozens of other game titles, someone at Nintendo screamed belligerently, PUT MARIO IN IT! And so they did. (laughs) He's such a boring character, though. But he's so unique, Trey. He's a plumber. Yeah, but he's like Mickey Mouse. He's a plain-ass dude who's just like... Mickey represents something, he's but he's not though. Like they have other games that are really popular. Nintendo has four games: Mario, Zelda, Kirby, and like Smash Bros. Yeah, that's and all they have. Are popular. Why do people like this fat racist? Mm-hmm. The go kart game suddenly became 1992 Super Mario Kart. Um, I'm certain anyone listening to this has experienced one of the eight Mario Kart games. I have. Yeah, it's an insanely popular franchise and has sold over 100 million copies to date. Uh, it's one of the very few kart racing games still being made, which sucks because it's a very fun genre that's slowly getting pretty much phased out now. Yeah, it's mm. kind of like 
You've got Mario Kart and nobody else thinks of anything else when they think of kart games. Yeah. Like people you don't play often kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, the like the basic user friendly party games are pretty much phased out at this point. Mm. Um so Super Mario Kart had a lot of limitation to fit the console. Having a flat two D track and and the land itself. Mm. Uh, with a rotating skybox surrounding it. Uh, the players were also two-dimensional sprites. Uh, despite the game still being addictive and fun with its zippy controls and array of weapons, the gameplay fitted perfectly into a two-player battle mode. Mm. Um, a lot of the genre was sort of here from the get-go, like the two players having battle modes, the weapons, the boosts. Like, it's, it's all pretty much set in stone right away. Yeah. Um, what are some aspects of karting games that you guys like? I like weapons. Yeah? yeah. There's always like that one weapon that's sick. Mm. I, I, I do like finding shortcuts and like a little bit of exploration. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's cool. It's, it's always cool when you find like something that nobody else goes through mm. and you're like, haha, I'm in front now. There was one picket fence in Nitro Kart in the big clock tower level that you could just clear if you bunny hopped right, mm. and it would put you like a third of the track ahead. It was so good. Oh, yeah. yeah. You felt like such a fucking baller. And there was often like um, a fun hub world in some of them. Yeah. yeah. That felt cool to explore. Um, yep. Yeah, so with this game's success, as you can imagine, a few clones were put on shelves really quickly. Street Racer in 1994 was done in a Street Fighter style and by putting a soccer ball in one of the minigames, someone invented Rocket League. Oh. Isn't that weird that that was from that? Yeah, that's kind of weird. Rocket League comes off as such a unique, weird idea. And it, the thought that it just, oh, yeah, we done that in 94 and no one cared. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, The same year Sonic Drift came out, Nothing surpassed the Mario Kart game. So uh, the next big step in karting was um, Nintendo returning for 1996's Mario Kart 64. This one one I remember the shit out of despite never actually owning it. Yeah. Like, because everyone had it. Mm. Um, Yeah, the the game was so popular it was even playable in Australian McDonald's when we were kids. Mm -hmm. Just before the GameCube started being in the play areas as well. Uh, it's weird that they don't still do that, huh? They probably don't trust us old kids. Yeah, fair enough, I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't ever remember that, though. Really? No, no I don't remember that either. I do. Shoutouts to Cranburn in the 90s, because oh, I know yeah, for a fact they did. It would have been in Cranburn. I have to go to Lee and Gather. Oh, so you're lucky to be alive. I know. <laughs> <laughs> There's some regional they also, jokes for like, anyone else. Yeah. They also phased out those like those benches with Ronald McDonald on them. Mm. I've only seen one. Things. I wouldn't mind around. like buying one from a garage sale and putting it outside. It, just in the just put it in your garden out the front. <laughs> Everyone would be like, "What the hell's going on there?" Um. Yeah, I remember playing Mario Kart sixty four at our god's parents' house between rounds of Ocarina of Time and rewatching Terminator two over and over again. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck was wrong with us. That was the only things that we knew they had, so we would ask for them every time. <laughs> they probably thought these kids. Are you know, like you know how you get gone. kids now and they come up to you and they're like, "Do you have f- games on your phone?" 
We were like that, but we had Terminator and a Nintendo 64 with two games. Yeah. That was fucking life back then. Public games, we just didn't know. I didn't know what the shit that was. Um, yep, so do you guys have memories of, uh, Mario 64? Um, really? That's that's so baffling. Everyone's played it. Yeah, no, I never, no, no. Yeah, no. but I don't know if we actually owned it. Yeah. I think we used to play when we go to like my family's holiday house. Yeah, okay. Because I think one of my cousins had it. Even if you didn't own it, everyone knew someone who had it. Oh yeah, it was like, it was like one of the most accessible games since like Minecraft. Oh, well, okay. that was how I played most of the Crash games. My my girlfriend at school had it, so I used to go over to her house and play it. It was the best Mario Kart. Though. As soon as you started like getting hang gliders and shit, it was a bit dumb. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, okay. Mm. Um, do you guys have like a favorite map or anything like that? Bears as one. Yeah. Also, because it was spooky. Yeah, everyone loves Rainbow Road, but I think Banshee no, Walk, Walk is my I favorite hated too. I Rainbow Road when it was on. It's there. too hard. Yeah. It's so hard. Um, yeah, I liked Bent and Sheep Boardwalk. It's similar to the Bowser Castle. Like, it's, like, just pitch blackness, except occasionally giant fish would come and you'd be like, whoa. Yeah. This is good. That's kind of like when I saw I, I completely forgot about that track until I was re-watching, like, a bunch of... I've been watching nothing but carding gameplay videos on YouTube for, like, a week now. <laughs> um, this game was developed under the name Mario Kart R. The R stood for Rendered, as it was now a 3D game. Almost. Uh, the characters in this game were a series of pre-rendered sprites. Oh. Uh, it added the dreaded blue shell to hit the winning racer and something called rubber banding to balance the races out. Uh, do you want to explain what rubber banding is? I would love to explain what rubber banding is because I, I, I double, utilize it to my best ability. I double-checked she knew what it was before I thought to ask. Oh. Yeah, but I'm, the, I'm probably the person in this room that knows the most about rubber banding. Because mm, you're always at the back. No, I've gotten very good lately. Lately. Uh, rubber banding is a device so that the person at the very back can't be at an unattainable distance to the person at the front. So it pulls the person at the front back and the person at the back forward. It's mm. called cheating. Sort of. Mm-hmm. The, car, the car at the yeah. front is the slowest car. Yeah, and that's it's not fair. It's attainability. You get insulted for being the best. Um, another great I did, addition. I did notice that. I, now that you say it, yep. like I notice it now. It was to make it fair for like Idiots. whether you're the biggest expert or the f- like first time beginner. Karting like has a way to get all of you involved. Yeah. But see, it's I understand it back then being a thing because, like you said, you never had all of the games. Like it was a case of you knew which kids had which games. And if it was, like, if that didn't exist, then the kid who owned that game would be the best at it, and there would be no, like, reason to continue playing it. Mm. Whereas, if everyone's got, like, an equal chance whenever they play, you're not going to be like, oh, I don't want to play that one, because you're just going to win, because you play it all the time. Mm. Like, like when we go to the house like on the people. corner and they play 007 Legends and they play that game ever and we don't. Um, yeah. But it's good because it's kind of like a fighting game. Unless someone's like a complete addict, mm. kind of anyone can have a chance. Yeah, the humble button mash can 
you know, defeat all if it's done well enough. Yeah, I'm good at that. Mm. Another great addition <laughs> to 64 was having four players, um, which updated the kart games into, like, a party game status. Um, something I found interesting about Mario Kart 64 was the fans of the the original were mad about this game's release. Oh. Isn't that weird? Well, well the most, like, beloved weird. games ever. Um, proving once and for all that people will complain about the original being better forever about all things. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Um, the main complaint I uncovered was that it came off very tech demo-y, um, like in the Calamari Desert level. Um, it'd be like, look at our fancy it train. Is Calamari Desert? Yes, that's what it's called. Okay. Can I continue, please? Yeah, Calamari. It's Mario, I don't know what's that. Okay. Um, yeah, Which it's like, look it? at our fancy train and expansive desert. Please don't notice how vast and empty our level design is. Oh. Um, it's full of lemons and pepper. It's, it's weird that people felt that way, <laughs> because that's totally how I felt about Mario 64. Not the card in the actual Mario game. Why yeah. did I get you? That makes a lot of my stupid pumps. <laughs> it's all you do around my house. <laughs> it's a bit fresh from me. I'm not here all the time. <laughs> Alright, are you guys having any final thoughts about Mario Kart 64 before we move on? No, it's okay. That's a good time. Does it still hold up even with its polygony, you know, data graphics? The cows. The cows didn't even make sense back then. It's like Ocarina of Time, it's like classic. Doesn't need to look good. Yeah, okay, it's got enough nostalgia to make up for how ugly it is. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're not an asshole, you should, like, respect what it was as well. Mm. I mean, it's definitely a cornerstone of Nintendo's history, definitely. Yeah, shame they're fucking crap. Oh. It's a PlayStation household. We are drinking on PlayStation coasters. We are. We also kind of played Xbox. Sometimes. And sometimes PC will just never a douchebag who thought Mario was fucking I, I awesome. I spice spooky mansion, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, our next... Play Star Wars. <laughs> God damn it. Our next car racer to hit the shelves was Diddy Kong Racing. Ew. Yep. Refusing to be just another spin-off like Looney Tunes Racing or the others we've mentioned so far. Um, it's strived to be one of the most renowned kart games on the market. Thanks. Yeah, I, I know. Okay. Cut that out if you want. Okay. Um, yeah, while Mario Kart was fun and a party game with a lot of random chance affecting your races, 1997's Diddy Kong Racing went for pure skill. Um, like, for example... You would know what item you were picking up. Much like Toy Story Racer in 2001, the item boxes were color-coded, so you could sort of plan what you're doing. That's kind of good, though. Hmm. Uh, Diddy also featured three vehicle styles. You would select by land, sea, or air, you know, for each race, often one being preferable to the others. Yeah. But, you know, that's just game design. Uh, It also abandoned the Grand Prix format of Mario Kart for Trey. The first open hub world. Oh, they're fun. Um, that inspired a card game coming up very soon, which makes me happy to talk about when we get to it. Have any of you played Diddy Kong Racing? No. No. It sounds like you're trying to say Titty Kong. Anime Titty Kong. I think I might have. Yeah? Get your tickets for Titty Kong. Doesn't it have Banjo Kazooie in it? Probably. That doesn't redeem. No, but I used to like playing his games. Um. Alright, so with this game's success, we had our first non-Mario karting game actually get sales. 
we saw a swarm of copycats released at this point because suddenly the doors are open. Mm. All right. Before the end of the 1990s, we see two snowboard kids. Um, I know it's snowboarding, but it used weapons. It had races. It was technically a karting game. Mm. Uh, we saw two Doraemon races, which is that blue anime cat dog. Oh, okay. Yeah. The big fat one. Mm-hmm. You got Bomberman Fantasy and a game full of characters from the Final Fantasy universe called Chocobo Racing. Please remove it. There was a cartoon segment in Rugrat Studio Tour as well if you needed to see babies thrown into immediate danger of fast-paced motorized vehicles. <laughs> the final game in 1999 for us to discuss here is my favourite car game. Hell, probably one of my favourite games of all time. Do you think That's that would probably be the case? Yeah. The story varies from interview to interview to development and behind-the-scenes videos because I have done a lot of research on my own here. Um, so I'll do my best to work this out. All right. Naughty Dog, um, they'd been working on a kart gaming engine around the same time as Crash Bandicoot 3 was being made. The original contract for Naughty Dog was three Crash games, but during meetings with Sony Computer Entertainment, they saw this well-built game, like racing engine and said, chuck Crash Bandicoot over it, similar to the Mario Kart Origins earlier. Cat. Um, yes, we have some. Whether it is the same meeting or not, I don't know, but I know this. 1999 was Naughty Dog's final year with Crash. Their relationship with the companies had degraded over time. Like, to the point where Naughty Dog was developing these games just in hallways because they weren't given offices anymore. Oh, um, So, they um, they found out that that um, that they were going to lose the rights for Crash Bandicoot and they were just going to get given to Eurocon, who you would know from Crash Bash. That was a good game. Yep. Um, so... It was just a typical, like, corporate versus creative style thing, and we struggled to find a good return for the marvellous marsupial ever since. Yeah. Um, or at, harsh. At any rate, uh, this the script for this game was written to try and bitterly fuck over the company to take their bandicoot away. Oh. Naughty Dog abandoned the mad scientist motif of the previous games and did a Giorgio A. Tsoukalos which you'll know from the meme, Aliens. You know oh, the dude? yeah. The big hairy set Aliens? Oh, maybe. Okay. Um, <laughs> so the plot was now an alien named Nitrous Oxide had come along to Earth with plans to turn it into a galactic parking lot. But he loves to race himself, so he challenges Earth. The game is you competing to be the fastest racer on Earth, then challenging Oxide himself. Oh. Sounds dumb and cheesy. That's on purpose. Yeah. They were like, no one's going to like the Crash Bandicoot games after we tank it and jump the shark with aliens. Um, to test the game engine, they replicated a track from Diddy Kong Racing in its entirety, making sure they could match the most popular card game at the time. And, you know, they did. Naughty Dog had a knack for compacting their game strategically um, to make it look gorgeous, and this was no exception, comparing two games of the same year. So... Crash Team Racing, you've seen it, you know you know what it is. Mm-hmm. Same year as Grand Theft Auto 2, the pixelated top-down one with a fart button. Oh. Or Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 with potato hands. Oh. Mm-hmm. And Pepsi Man. Oh, no, Pepsi that's, Man. That's all right. <laughs> oh, you run real fast through that suburb, I tell you. Mm-hmm. Just like when you have to 
Um, You're talking about some, yeah. Pepsi Man. Pepsi Man. Other Man. I was like, oh, Pepsi Man. Pepsi Man. Take me to the bed. Take me to the bed. That's your drink. CTR still holds up as a beautiful game for Retier, keeping the four-player capabilities by dropping a few polygons from the races, which I'd never noticed before. When you go back and play it, Crash Bandicoot's Mohawk disappears. It suddenly is a 2D thing to the point where you can't see it from the front or back. That makes it sound bad. Well, just they've managed to compact this game down. Without resorting to just having, like, sprite animation. Um, yeah, when place... you said sprite, I thought of the soda. Oh, I bet you did. Placing corners or objects in just the right spot to hide more of the track to keep it from ever lagging. It's fast, zippy, and a great balance of Mario Kart 64's chaos and Diddy Kong's sheer skill and shortcutting. Um, it also revolutionised the drift of previous games by incorporating a boost. That if you MLG'd enough, you could keep yourself at max boost speed an entire race. And if you want to beat all the hard like time trials, you will need to learn how to do. Um, so despite the story's attempt to jump the shark, the gameplay resulted in over 4 million copies sold. Uh, not only that, but it's back, and we will see the Nitro-fueled remake this year. What did you guys think of CTR? That's pretty cool. We played a bunch I liked of the later on one better though. I, I still very much enjoyed this one. Uh, do I have a favourite track? Probably Sewer Speed Ray. And mm-hmm. I always play as Ripper. He's funny. He, he's in a straight jacket, so he's stupid. He's good. Yeah. He do his best. How is it, Penguin? Oh, yeah. Kaya goes Panther Penguin. A character so unknown. That the testers and developers didn't know it was in there. Oh no. Um, He's hiding in his car. His little head isn't big enough. Yeah. The only way to get the cheat code to unlock him was in a di- like a CD-ROM that came with a gaming magazine. Yeah. And they printed the cheat code. Oh. And in not our version, not the PAL version, but the American region, some of his sound clips are just the sound guy going, Penguin Test 1. And Penguin Test 2. Oh. Those are some of his audio clips because he wasn't tested. Oh. Oh, no. Well, I like him. He's oh. a good boy. He's also fully maxed stats, so Kai has a little bit of help. But he has, you can only see, like, the very top of his head over, over the, the seat. Yeah, oh, he's a little God. baby. He is teeny tiny in he's his a little dude. Meg, have you played any of this one? No, I haven't. We, sh- have we have should that? play it afterwards. No, one. not this one. No. Try I've played a lot play? of them. I've played it before. Do you have like a favorite map or a character or anything? I like the big castle. The like Cortex Castle. Yeah, but also the hot air balloon one because Pinstripe Potter is cool. Mm-hmm. I promote. Um, I'm trying games. to find an image to get Meg's reaction of Penta Penguin in the cart. Oh, there he is peeking up over the steering wheel. Oh, look at him! <laughs> look, he's got a like, little pointy head and some big eyes. Like, <laughs> it's like your fridge, but not the pointy head. How did they not like remember him? Because like, he was going to be a bonus character and then they're like, oh, leave him out, put in Andrew. But then they put him in. No, but they, they hadn't like removed him properly and then someone, so one of the developers you. left it in there on purpose and gone, yeah, fuck it. You don't sell the comp. It's all good, dude. Um, alright, so you guys ready to move on? Final thoughts? 
Yeah, yeah. Best game ever. Definitely going to be picking it up when it comes out in HD. Yeah, yeah. Um, the first racer to come out post Y2K was, Trey, you'll know this one, South Park Rally. Oh, thanks. Going in a different track style than most, it was a semi-open world with checkpoints you must hit in order to complete a lap. Uh, potentially a fun, unique twist, but I haven't played it enough to memorize the maps to fucking do it. Yeah, it's a bit shit. It's charmingly early years South Park, though, and it's a lot prettier than the first-person South Park game from two years prior. Um, props to the poor sound guy who had to try and make an energetic music track for this out of remixing the South Park theme song. Oh. What a shit job that would have had to have been. Yeah, that would have been. I bad. feel like he did his best. I feel like it's not that good though. No. Mm. Um, so smack dab in the golden age of karting here, okay. we see a good clump of releases. All right, here we go. Lego had one. Do you remember playing that at all? I vaguely remember being in our after-school care. I think so. Um, Disney and Mickey Mouse had separate ones in the same year. Nickelodeon had their first of four. Woody Woodpecker had one. Looney Tunes had their second attempt. Speed punks existed. Wacky races and one we used to play quite a bit, Muppet Race Mania. Well, that was really bad. Yeah, man, I'm going to talk about it. With tracks based on set pieces from the Muppet movies and 25 playable carts and characters. Oh, that's, that's a fun. fat. That was a lot. That's a fat lot of characters. That's yeah, a lot now. That's a few. Um, it's one of the biggest selections to date, but hot damn was it floppy. Everyone was a fucking bobblehead. If you go back and watch gameplay, seriously, everyone's like springing. Yeah, yeah, yeah and they drove like one too, man. Too, yeah, I couldn't play it. Yeah, it was fun in its clumsiness. You really did drive like a puppet would probably drive a vehicle, and I can appreciate that. Trying to remember, it had googly-eyed vegetables all over town. Yeah, and they make a fart noise. Yeah, it made like a sport. It was bad. Uh huh. Did it made the tears come. It had like obstacle course maps, which were very hard, but unique as well. Yeah. Um. The next on the list of kart races is 2001's Toy Story Racer. Half Dave and I have smashed this game a few times. Um, this one had you collecting little green army men by completing challenges. Unlike the floppiness of Muppets, this one had the bounciness that we wouldn't see the likeness of until the birth of anime titties, my friend. Oh. Mm. You it control like a fucking rubber ball in an, in all the tight areas. It's kind of great if you want a goofy time full of bad impressions of the Toy Story cast. Because oh, okay. none of them are back for this. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Isn't that right, Kai? Yeah, that's... It's, that Woody it's, could be a dude working in a fucking office. You oh. wouldn't know. Oh, okay. Um, I think some of the magic in this game is that it came out in 2001. Two years too late to be a release tie-in to the Toy Story 2 movie. Um, so it isn't a cheap quick tie-in like E.T. on the Atari or Charlie's Angels or Iron Man 2008 or that fucking Halle Berry Catwoman which miraculously sucked harder than the movie source material. This game took its time to be what it wanted to be. It wasn't like a oh quick, let's, we've got a movie coming out. It wasn't out. Let's, a money grab. Yeah. Or a publicity grab. Yeah, it, it's got a fun polish to it by being so dumb bouncy. Uh, like, it's not Crash Team Racing or Mario Kart, but it's not trying to be either, you know? Mm. It's it's doing its own very bouncy, goofy-ass thing. It's very similar to the Chippendale race um, game on the Game Boy. Okay. Which we had 
previously mentioned was a thing. Yep. It was Chip and Dale carting around the Magic Kingdom. Alright, here we go, you guys. We then get Smurfs. Smurfs? We get Star Wars with big ass heads. Uh, why? I don't know, they've got big heads in it. Didn't oh. they quite? Yeah. Why? They looked like um pop vinyl vehicle sets. Oh. Like big heads sticking at the top of their vehicle. Oh wow. We saw um Konami character carding. Uh, then in August of 2001, Mario returned to the genre with Mario Kart Super Circuit on the Game Boy Advance. Um, it's one of the more popular ones of the bunch and featured 20 fresh tracks and let you unlock every previous track from the last couple games oh. on Game Boy. Like, that's good use of the small-ass cartridge to fit all that in. Yeah. Um, yeah, remaking old tracks was a thing Mario Kart would continue to do for the foreseeable future, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are now in the PS2 Xbox generation. Oh, that's a good time. Um, with 2008 Crash's Nitro Kart. Universal Studios and Vicarious Visions made their attempt at a Crash Kart game. Uh, it was alien-based like the last one. It didn't change much in the way of gameplay either, adding magnetic sections to the tracks and a few shit-boring characters like Entrance from the GBA game the previous year. Oxide is now a mediocre racer with two frog-looking sidekicks. I like them dudes, though. I like how this one had cutscenes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, with my complaints out of the way, the cutscenes in this hold up now. They are gorgeous. They are well-built. Oh, cool. Um, I love the controls and style of the original CTR game, so I fell into this pretty easily. I think Trey played this one more than me, I think. Well, I think it was probably about the same because we'd play it together. Mm-hmm. So I think you could do story mode two-player. Yeah, this one had a um, like a team system, which will come up again way later in my notes. But you would go in with, like, Crash had him and Crunch. Cortex had him and, and, and like, not Dingo Dial. He had Engine and Tiny, Tiny yeah. Um, Dingodile was there, but he was brainwashed by the egg. Yeah, him so and was polar. the polar. Yeah. Yeah, I like the little frog dude. Yeah. One of them was cool. One of them? What? Yeah, I liked one of them. Um, did you have any, like, favourite tracks or anything for this one? I remember a lot of them being really fun, though. Like, they, I remember specifically. They had a cool art style to them. Hmm. Like, I'll definitely say that. The sci-fi area was like so the final set, and then you had yeah, you had like a very jungly area. Something was called Terra. Yeah. Area. And then you had um like a weird one right in the middle, which is kind of like a mix. It had castles and steampunky shit in it. The clockwork map in that was really good. Yeah. Yep, that was a good one. A couple week, no, a week later, the competition brought out Mario Kart Double Dash on the GameCube. Within oh. a week, yeah. It had a few complaints about being easy and slow-paced compared to the karting competition, but it could hold up to 16 LAN parties. So you could get a 16-player thing going if Ooh. you if you put in the time and set it up. Um, it had breathtaking tracks and used a tandem style that we will see again later on, having one person drive and the other person use the weapons. Um, it also had out, the Al on Luigi's hat was backwards on the cover, so that's kind of fun. They obviously mirror imaged the design at some point. That's about that. fine. Um, these are my favorite parts of the episode where I quickly run through like 
a bunch of random shitty tie-in card games that I haven't played but want to know about now. Because the year after Double Dash, we got Digimon Racing on the Game Boy. I watched a few reviews. It seemed very slidey compared to what we'd seen before. Um, but something unique was the boss fights in each area. They weren't boss races like Crash Team Racing, but actual bosses you got to dodge and attack and bring down while in your cart. <laughs> I'd never seen anything like that. And I was like, that's kind of a cool idea. Yeah, that's different. It's definitely different. But you're also a Digimon. Yeah. Um, a few random quiet releases came after that, and you know, then we find ourselves in October and November of 2005. Mario Kart got themselves their first arcade cabinet, similar to like those Daytona racing ones. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, arcades are fun on a bun. Uh, the following week, Radical brought out Crash Tag Team Racing. You'll notice I haven't mentioned the same company for a ca- Crash game twice yet, and a copyright of Crash episode would be one. So I'm going to skip it, much like our Captain Marvel episode. Yeah. Um, the caller enjoyed this one quite a bit. Cool. It broke up the carding with standard Bandicoot platforming, and it had a strange plot about a, a go-kart-based theme park owned by Ebenezer Von Clutch. Von Clutch was sick. Yep, it had very pretty cutscenes again, and threw and down some the, forgettable and boring characters. I but the loading screen had a fart one. You had Pasadena Possum. Yep. You had uh, the dude who was a big, like, fruit. He's a, big, a bad guy. I don't think he could be... I, I'm, do you want to talk about the dioramas in this one? In the platforming? How you would find little extras? What? You don't remember the dioramas? Uh, it sounds familiar. Die-O-Ramas. No. Oh my god. Oh yeah, when you would die and you'd get a funny cutscene. Yeah, you'd get like South Park Kenny'd. Yeah. I don't know why they chose to do that for Crash, but they did. Um, yeah. yeah, it was a wacky game, but that's like what Crash should be. Yeah, it yeah. shouldn't ever not be silly. Because it's about a Bandicoot. Um, do you want to talk about like the racing itself and how we would sort of have an advantage? Because um, everyone would have their own car. The further you get through the story, you'd unlock a new car. I think there was three for each character. Yep. Um, and everyone had their own weapon, but I don't think you could use it till you were tag-teamed. So we would always tag team with Engin because he had a missile launcher, so you could kill, like, blow people up very quickly. Or Tiny, who had a machine gun, again would blow up people very quickly. Everyone else's weapons sucked, so we would just be with them or pick them. Yeah. I think we normally picked Crash because he had the coolest car, and then we would just like go straight for them. And then as we're coming up to the finish line, if you are the one who um, cancels the tag team, you shoot off. So we would always do that so that we came first. (laughs) So we would cheat by having the best character all the time. That's not all we did too. You'd have a finite amount of ammo. So you'd burn through all the ammo of the rocket launcher, split apart and immediately press the button again so you like go back in fully loaded. Uh Oh. (laughs) Aha. But that's okay. It's okay to be dodgy um, sometimes. The map layout of it was fun. Because it was a go kart based theme park, it had like that. It had like a carnival, like midway game sort of aesthetic to it. Um, and there was a cool chicken man. They were like the narrators, the commentators of like sport. 
Yeah, they were funny. Every time they had a different hat. Meanwhile, Naughty Dog. Was the chicken man um, doggy? Why was he dodgy? I don't know. I'm no, asking if he was dodgy. No, there were two commentators. One was the clearly white 70s style sport commentator. The other one was the clearly black one. And oh. his hat would change every time you saw him. Why? I don't know. Sometimes he had a Rastafarian hat. Sometimes he had a big cowboy hat. Oh. Very like good. Like Chuck Gideon. <laughs> yeah. He sells drugs to the community. <laughs> Sorry. So you get <laughs> 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 You don't need to sell drugs because he's already doing it, so... Don't. Black Dynamite, I sell drugs to the community. <laughs> and then he just goes, oh. <laughs> um, Naughty Dog, uh, much like before, did a trilogy and a racing game follower. Try I have to ask you about this one. Jack X Combat Racing. Hmm. Did you ever play that one? No, shit. Oh, I just can't play it at a friend's house. Yeah. Because was... Jack 3 had the car... Mechanics. Yeah, I remember all that stuff. And that was pretty cool. I, I remember you, like, game. going through the Wasteland Mad Max style and yeah, Jack cool car. You could have that car that could jump. Oh, yeah, yeah. The that was ones. good, but I don't think it was good enough that the people should have said, let's not make the next game about racing and nothing else, because yeah. that's exactly what they did. Um, I wouldn't would say it's a karting fun. game. But I, need, I feel the need to mention it because, like, Naughty Dog did, like, followed their pattern... And it had fast-paced racing, way faster than card games. And it was, like, super explosive. Yeah. Um, it seemed more like a Burnout-style game than a kart racer, I'd say. Which I kind of want us to cover, like, the Burnout franchise one day. Because they are a good time. Um, another game White Collar got involved with was the next Mario Kart installation, uh, DS. Oh, yeah, I had that. Mm-hmm. This was a big deal for the kart racing as a whole as it had its first online mode. Uh, between that and the overall polish of the game, it sold a whopping 23.59 million yeah, like copies. every person I knew had that mm-hmm. at school. Compared that to the insanely high number of Crash Team Racing's 4 million at the time, like gaming had clearly expanded a huge amount <laughs> at that point, huh? Um, you used to be able to do that thing where like all the DSs would connect. Mm-hmm. So like I remember we went on a field, not field trip, a school camp to Canberra yeah. so we had to drive for a lot and pretty much the whole bus of our year level there was like two races so like half was in one half was yeah. in the other and we'd all just play DS nice. that's pretty cool cool until like we realised we were losers <laughs> unfortunately the polish on this game didn't make up for the problems with the online mode uh, many players discovered the drift boost in this could be exploited way harder than any other game before it um, using a method called snaking, the player could could completely ignore rubber banding, and all the items and boosts in the game became irrelevant due to like just the sheer boost abilities of the snaking. So no matter what you did, the person would just like off he goes. Nay. Because when you're drifting and boosting, the rubber banding doesn't affect you. It's just your standard speed. Yeah, that's true. So you would boost on forever. Um, yeah, but someone should just hit you up. Yeah, I played it a few times on, on Trace DS, and the AI players in this were very merciless. They don't have time for my laziness. Much like my parents. Um, the following year, we got Shrek and Pac-Man karting games. Cartoon Network came back, and even Burger King released Pocket Bike Racing. Oh, Burger King. King. 
That's mm-hmm. how vast and wonderful the genre is. Where you could get a karting game with your Whopper at the at the. Hey, store. do you have the new Mario game? No, I got the Burger King. Oh, no, thank you. I, I have that. Burger King. My kids... mom said we couldn't get it because the burgers are crap. But then the other kid oh. shivs you and says KFC's better. <laughs> KFC karting would be great. KFC karting. It stands for karting fucking competition. You could be the colonel, a drumstick, a big chicken. Maybe a chicken. <laughs> a cat. <laughs> I, um, I do remember, though, that it, all of the fast food outlets went through. Yeah, you had, you had, the, sp- games with you had the spot, videos. you know, like the red dot from 7-Up. You had the Noid, right? Oh. You remember the Noid. He's really good. He's good. Um, so this is where the genre starts to take a dip. Like, you can definitely see waves when you start following its history. Um... In 2007, Mario Kart had a new arcade system. Rayman, the Flintstones, and even M&M's got in on the action, but that's about it. I thought you meant the wrapper. I wish. No, I mean the chocolate candy. I love M&M's. Well, they've got a card game. Oh. We should try and find it. We should try. It's on the PS2, though, so it's going to be tricky work. If you you do want uh, the Flintstones carding game, it is currently $10 at Max Comics and Collectibles on Sydney Street, Mackay. No hey. one's ever gonna go there. What are you talking about? I got the first one's Um, the next year after that was even quieter. Uh, with a Crash Nitro Kart game being put on the App Store, it sucked and was motion physics. You know, like you'd have to tilt your fucking iPad like an asshole. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Didn't have an accelerator. It just was like on rails. Oh, it makes you feel any better. It's not on there anymore. Mm, good. We went looking for it. Yep, you're not missing anything there. Um. Yeah, it was a quiet year, but it also featured a big game for the genre. Uh, Mario Kart Wii. Hey, there we go. Wii That's the one I did. Two years after the release of Wii, which surprised me, because I thought it was... I could have sworn I remember it being a release title, but... Nah, the release title type things were like the... Wii um, Sports. Wii Sports and all that. Yeah, Wii Sports, yeah. Yeah. Um, Just because they were like, oh, we've got this new thing. dive into the lore of Wii. Sports. Yeah, okay. I know Matt's the hard to beat guy. Yeah, he's he almost defeated Shaggy. <laughs> um, I suck at motion controls all the time, but it was like typically gorgeous for its time. It was Especially very for a Wii game. Yeah, for a Wii game, it's very pretty. Uh, like most Mario games, you know, like it was always like they've already got the gaming engine for karting down. Yeah. So they can spend a lot of time really tidying up their map design, and it shows. Mm. Um, Dry Bones was the best character in this one. Then you could fly for some stupid reason. No, not yet. Oh. It's coming. Um, it fixed the snaking drift boost stuff from Mario Kart DS, and came with a steering wheel thingamajig to make you feel like a real go-kart. Um, it also I'm introduced motorbikes. bikes. Um, well, what do you guys boy. think of this one? It was the Mario Kart. Yeah. There wasn't much better shit on the Wii. We got the Wii, played that a bit, um, played Wii Sports like a loser. Yeah. And then we're like, this is shit, and we had to we start downloading sport. all the old games. Oh, yeah, had the marketplace. That was good. Um, I will... I, 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 we never had the steering wheel, so I played it. I had more luck playing on the motorbikes, because I would hold it like a motorbike. 
That's yeah, how I, I do. Yeah, I should do. We um, we bought like the um, we had like the actual the wheel, the wheel, mm. and like we had we had the motorbike one too. So whatever we chose, we just changed it out for it. So it was like, oh, I'm really doing it. <laughs> okay. Because we were losers. It's okay, Meg. We don't judge you out loud. Thanks. Yeah, sometimes. Oh. Well, there you have it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. Especially for such a quiet year, because it it was like that and a bad crash crash nitro card app, and that was the year. Oh, the end. Mm. The following year had a couple of little carders because I'm noticing a pattern. Mario will release a sick card game that does really well. There'll be like a dozen shit knockoffs, and then it'll just quiet out. And then Mario will come back. Uh, so this time, we got Madagascar Carts with a Z. Ooh, Carts with a Z. That always means it's cool. Mm. Oh, I didn't know about that one. It's probably for the best, Meg. Oh. Yep. Uh, then in 2010, it opened up with Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing. Yeah. Why would he need to race? He can run fast. He can run faster than a damn car. Um... This game is a personal favourite of our occasional guest, Pete Darms. So I asked him why anyone would give a shit. Uh, he said it had very fast-paced gameplay compared to other card games. Um, and it had a longevity to its style. Did you still play to this? I did, because I was like, why should I care? How do you know he even liked it? Because you used to talk about it all the time. They played it on that 24-hour game thing. Yeah, and I said that racist thing about the monkey in it, and everyone got upset. Mm. Um, Early days in entertainment with so good follow. I thought you were going to say, like, um, I asked Pete about this game and he said he's never played it. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was waiting. Send him the trailer to the new one. Um, 2010 had a first for the kart racing scene. User-generated tracks and heavy customization was the main theme of Mod Nation races. Oh, that was... Me and Trey have some fun. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. Ooh, seeing, we played that too, it's good. Seeing this game brought back heaps of memories, man. We just played a bunch. Um, it was all about the play and share system, but it still held up as a carter. Like, the basic drift, boost, and weapons all rolled smoothly and fast-paced. Yeah, the customizing was... The gameplay was solid, you know? The visuals were great too, featuring a very nice, colourful, and cartoony style. Um, it wasn't perfect, mind you. Its load times were brutal. And if you chose to stick with story mode, you would face a very steep difficulty curve that I personally couldn't overcome, and I've been on these card games since 1999. That's when you were born. Uh, no. Um, God, I hope not. (laughs) Steve, you're younger than us. Another feature I didn't see much before this game was stackable weapons. Um, All attacks had three levels of power, and your boost meter could also be doubled as a shield to combat this. Um, Its offense-defense in this game was seriously unique. Um, Trey, you remember us getting in trouble playing this? No, I just remember someone was sad. Mm. Um, so, because it's very customizable, you can do a lot of stuff. Oh. You could make an online character who was a burn victim. He was just like brown and looked charred and had bandages or something. Like, it wasn't actually a burn victim. What yeah, was but, their problem? Yeah, but then we'd write stuff on the on the hub world notice board like I'm a burn victim don't, <laughs> don't touch my melty skin and you know we weren't particularly good at the racing as we would just kind of try to make roadblocks for other people 
And when we got sort of kicked out of that oh, no. party for a bit. Just like Memory. the baptism again. Oh. But it was fun to like customize and do stuff, you know? Um, yeah. Can I help you? Um, from here, we're going to race past Pac Man Kart Rally, another shitty Crash Nitro Kart iPhone game, and DreamWorks All Stars featuring How to Train Your Dragon, Shrek, Madagascar, and Monsters vs. Aliens. With a whole bunch of star in there. I hope so. How come every time hey, there's a shitty game on the phone of Crash, mm-hmm. it's Nitro Kart? They had other car games, or what are they only. They that that just happened to have been the one that got licensed to the. Used like title wise for iPhones. Mm. Um, alright, we're gonna check back in our plumber with literally over 200 fucking game appearances for Mario Kart 7. Uh, this one I think Trey might have had as well. I'm thinking uh, about buying this one. Yep, this one was for the 3DS, so it implemented the stereoscopic 3D feature. Huh. Um, this had the transform gimmick we'd seen in Crash Nitro Kart, but expanded much more than, oh, slippery magnet. Um, it had glider segments and underwater areas. The Trey was bitching about a minute ago. Um, and similar to Lego Racer back in 99, it would let you customize vehicles a little bit. Not to the extent of Mod Nation, but enough to make it feel like your own car. Um, Kai, you said you wanted this one? Why? What made it special to you? Oh no, I'm just thinking about going out and buying it, because after doing, like, Two weeks of research on all of the car games. I want more car games. Mm. I'm just being selfish. I was like, hey, I own a 3DS. This is on a 3DS. Maybe I should get it. It's it's not so much that I want this game particularly. I just want to play more karting games. Mm-hmm. And this one's accessible. Yeah. And probably on sale, let's be honest. Yeah, probably. Hey. Um... If you needed a bit more customization than just changing the wheels on your cart, we will head along to 2012 and see the king of PlayStation's create and share trend take over Mod Nation Races spot. That would be Sackboy. And this would be Little Big Planet Karting. Or just good game. It shared a lot with Mod Nation, you know, its predecessor. It was fully customizable. You could build your own tracks. The AI got unreasonably fast and cruel after a certain point. Uh, the story goes that a group of aliens called the Horde have come to Little Big Planet to steal all their prizes, you know, for no reason other than to hoard them. Mm, as yep. you do. So even with Stephen Fry doing his peaceful narration, it just didn't have the same magic that the other Little Big Planet games had. Yeah. Like, that cardboard aesthetic really didn't go with the fast-paced racing, and it just it, it didn't have the same, like, smooth, like, leisure, I guess I'd call it, that yeah. it did in the platforming games. Like, you could take your time and really drink in the scenery in the in the games where there's no time limit, you're just wandering around. Mm-hmm. But suddenly you're in a little cardboard box with wheels just tearing ass through it, and you, it's mostly just motion blur. You're not seeing a lot of the actual area. Oh. Me and Kai played that one a fair bit. That and Mod Nation. Yeah. Because those are just happen to be the ones that we've got. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Try to do you care about now? It was okay, but... The other different. one was better, I reckon. Do you like Mod Nation over yeah. little, little Sackboy? Sackboy was a tool. Sackboy's cute. Um, Alright, so here we go. That same year, we got Sonic and All-Stars Racing transformed. Mm-hmm. Similar to the last Sonic and Friends racer with the transformation trope 
from the previous and successful Mario Kart installment being ripped off and put into this. Mm -hmm. The following car racer we got was, Trey, everyone ready? This is relevant in 2013, Garfield Kart. That's not even that long ago. Are the boosts lasagna? I'm sure lasagna's an item in it, Boost definitely. Lasagna. Kind of don't do this. Lasagna. Um, this one didn't add too much to the genre, but people who care seem into it. People who like Garfield seem happy with its... Uh... What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I, I was looking at reviews and stuff to research. I'm like, what? They brought that out, like, recently? Why? Yeah, but who likes Garfield? I don't know, assholes. But they seem... It's old women they seem like it's like... People it, that like cats. It has a 9 out of 10 on Steam. Steam. I would like what I like about it is the fact that it seems like just a basic classic franchise karting game which used to be the whole like bread and butter of this whole karting mm. genre um, but with nice tidy layer of graphics over it it doesn't look like one of those PS1s that we mentioned earlier you know, it, it looks like a n- new recent gen thing and on December 28 of 2018 a review popped up on Metacritic saying alright you ready I'm going to quote this for you this game is the pinnacle of human creation. It's as if God himself descended from the heavens and bestowed this great gift of Garfield Kart upon us. Without, without this game, the foreseeable future would be a chaotic apocalypse. Thank you, Garfield. That post was by the username The Real Garfield. The Real Garfield. Maybe read that out to me previously, and I was like, who, who wrote that? It's like, The but Real seriously. Garfield. And then Toby wrote it now. Does that mean? The real Garfield, I'm like... That the cat... I mean, yeah. Yeah, 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 he just yeah, likes yeah. his own damn game. Shit. Oh, no. Yep. With 2014, we saw the latest installment of Mario Kart, which is uh, Mario Kart 8 on the Wii U, which is a lovable quote from our previous episode, Kung Pao. Ling would say that a lot. Um, and don't be writing into the podcast saying, oh, what about Mario Kart 8 Deluxe? Because adding a few tracks to the sp- and the Splatoon kids doesn't make it a new fucking game. Wee, wee, wee. This one, finally, in 2014, uh, Nintendo decided to acknowledge online again, giving it DLC, online racing with chat and YouTube integration. They're only just getting around to that. Yeah, but on the Switch. Really good at I know it's this. it's is such a weird pocket onto itself, huh? Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's, it's a very pretty game. Like we will, a lot of our YouTube subscribing people played it eventually. Yeah. Like we've definitely seen plenty of it. It's very pretty. Um, and it has uh sweet track designs, and it's probably the current peak in kart racing games as a genre. Which bums me out. I'm going, I'm going. You get, you get this cat out of here. <laughs> Grab him by the legs. Chuck him on the ground. Off he go. It's a she, but off he go. She go. Yeah. Refusing to let Mario sit atop of the pile unchallenged <gasps> someone's gonna come and try to take it down hello Amazing. kitty cruiser with sanrio friends came out nice. a full year after mario kart 8 switch port uh the genre is definitely in a huge drought if this is all i can talk about okay we watched some gameplay of it very slow probably made for four-year-olds it has four 
count them, four variations in your Grand Prix. You had the cart, you would have the boat level, you would have the plane level, and you would have the jeep level. Guess what? They all play exactly the same. There isn't even splash physics on the boat. Oh, no. It's just gliding along. Off they go. Off they go. Apparently, it also handles a lot like a cart. Oh. Even though it's a boat. And an aeroplane. Oh no. Oh, it's, no. A, it's a plane that all handles the same. Oh, cat in the bit. Um, the time between releases for card games has broadened very vastly. Um, because game development is now such a long and expensive process, the idea of hastily throwing a franchise like, you know, perhaps Bob's Burgers or Harry Potter or Rick and Morty into a couple of little vehicles and speeding around a track is just all but gone. Um, and it's such a fucking shame because now instead we do the whole freemium model on app stores and iPhones across the world. You know, if I could pick, like, between Mario Kart clones or Candy Crush clones, like, what what the fuck? You'd yeah. Di- mm. it's, yeah. it's sad, isn't it, that that's where we're at? Yeah. Um, literally, while I was writing notes, they announced that they were doing Mario Kart on the app store. Mm. I was like, really, bitch? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah. golly. We never got a Futurama cart. We got two Futurama shitty freemium maps. Oh. You know? And having to place them both. Mm, because they don't require internet access. So I can use them at all. Oh. You know what would have been better than Pokemon Go? Pokemon Cart? Yeah, motherfucker. Oh, my God. <laughs> That would be fun. They just put you on a big bipedal Pokemon. You race them up and down the town. Yeah. Wouldn't that be dope? Yeah. But no, we got Pokemon oh, Go wait. where you walk around attraction movements for the FBI. Wait, there's literally like when I'm at work, there's this one guy who walks through the park. And it's like every day, and he screams. He's like, "Fuck! It went away!" No. Or I'm like, "Heck you! I got He's it!" He's just chasing Pokemon. <laughs> The, the problem that I have with a Pokemon karting game, my cart would never move. Oh, you just want to play on a Snorlax? You'd be slipped so much time. <laughs> Unless someone can plant like an apple at the end of the track and then maybe I'll... I do like the idea of karting games where one of the vehicles doesn't have wheels and you just sit at the finish line like a bitch just waiting for nothing. And you wait for other players just to like bop you up the track. That would be me. Waiting for nothing and yep. everything. So despite Hello Kitty Cruises being shit garbage, slow, loose controls of, uh, you know, nothing, you know, but it may stand as one of the last of its kind. An original title on Western consoles anyway. It's one of the final IP kart races today. It had like three other Hello Kitty games, but they were all exclusively like in Asia. So for Western, it's the last original kart idea. What the fuck? That's that's, so... that's how we're gonna go out. Uh, a whimper. Yeah. Yep. Not a whimper, but a groan. But a oh, Hello Kitty sh- cat. Oh. Oh, um. All right. So we do have a couple others, but you know, continuations of previous franchises, including Team Sonic Racing. Yep. This one drops the All Stars from its roster and expands into the Crash Nitro Kart version, giving you a team to race beside. Uh, very much like Sonic Heroes. Remember that game everyone loved. Mm. No, that had the worst song I've ever. Heard. YouTube that fucking song, listeners. Hot damn! Because try saying it, you bitch. 
Sonic Heroes! And it would say like six times. That's oh. pretty much it. Fuck, man. Except Gale. And had Big the Cat. Yeah, and that cool crocodile. Fucking. And that big titty bat chick. Oh, Rouge. Look at those titties. I saw a dude who thought she was just another hedgehog, but she just wore wings like a goth slut. Oh. That could be <laughs> That blew his mind when it was a bat. Isn't that, that amazing? Make it a wall, fuck it. On the purple thing with the horn. Oh, the chameleon. Who did look like a chameleon. Yeah. Fuck. Yep, as cringy as I find the whole pop-punk character that is Sonic a Hedgehog, I gotta say, this game looks fucking gorgeous. Like, I was watching trailers for it and everything. Sonic Heroes? No, you bitch. Team Sonic Racing. It gives you the same teams as, as Sonic Heroes. Um, yeah, with car races being such a basic style of game, a lot of the recent ones take the time to polish, much like Mario Kart had been doing all along. Now everyone else is catching up. That's, it's, you know, it's good. Shit's pretty. Yeah. Um, oh shit, you guys ready for some disappointment? This was one, this is one of the angry things that started this whole episode. Alright, what's your favourite Nickelodeon cartoon? Is it Jimmy Neutron? Is it Wild Thornberrys? Is it Fairly Odd Parents? It might even be Blue's Clues. I like Blue's Clues. Alright. Well, fuck off. Because oh. Nickelodeon <laughs> Card Races has the crappiest roster for a sheer amount of possible selections in the entire fucking world. You got yourself three SpongeBob characters, two uh, Hey Arnold characters, the Ninja Turtles. The only exciting thing about it is Tommy, Angelica, and Reptile. No Chucky or Phil and Lil for you fucking assholes. But Ninja Turtles. Yep, fuck them. No, so so if you're excited to see Cat Dog or Chalk Zone, it ain't fucking happening. Why not? No, it's not here. Nintendo this game doesn't have any character. Nickelodeon has no goddamn characters except for goddamn everything. Yeah. Mm, this game has a fair few levels and it's very gorgeous, but clearly not fucking enough. It brings nothing new to Cardi and has the worst feature of this game being silence. How the fuck do they have absolutely no voices in the entire game? Toby is very worked up over this. Yeah, because I was so excited because I saw Tommy in a cart and Reptar in the background and Spongebob. I'm like, this game's going to be fucking rip sick. Yeah. Um, and then you then you look at gameplay. It's slow. It's got the, Nintendo, the Nickelodeon slime on every level. Oh, no yeah. character talks. They are silent in their little revies. Oh, even when they get like hit by stuff. Does fucking Nickelodeon no, like, not have an audio library of every animation ever? What the fuck? They could the, just rip it off YouTube if they needed to. The yes. But they didn't. The chameleon's name's Espio. What's the point of looking at the back of Tommy's dumb, lumpy-ass head if he's not going to say something funny? He's not going to say some of his classic chorus, like, get to the chopper. No, like when he get says, I want to be naked. That's a good one. Or when his uncle or grandpa talks about shoving a banana in his dick. Yeah. Like in his butt. Yeah, right up in there. Yep, so they've got no fucking audio. Um, also, it doesn't have My Life as a Teenage Robot, Rocket Power, or Last Airbender. Yeah, I was very genuinely disappointed with this game. Between this just coming out and the next and last game we'll cover, it felt appropriate to do this topic because we have literally the dumbest shit and the bestest shit. Yeah. All right. Now then, it is 100% fact that the Crash Insane Trilogy was a big success. It was like selling out immediately in, in Europe. Hey, we really going to talk about the game we talked about before? Yeah. You're a fucking idiot. We didn't even talk about Mortal Kombat Racer. I'm open to it if you want to. Is that a thing? Yes. In Mortal Kombat Armageddon, 
there was a mode that was racing. And it, was. it was all cartoony big head mode and you would race cars. It was Mortal Kombat. Yeah, Sub-Zero rode a snowmobile. Oh! You bet your ass he did. Um, what was in the game before? Tetris. Like Tetris. Or chess. Yeah, they all had like a funny game. That was like... Much like fun. Tekken having bowling to make up for the fucking worst installment of the franchise. What? Any Tekken game is the worst? No, the one that had five arcade things and no unlockable cutscene at the end. No, the game's Silly. The garbage they always had been. The bowling's easy anyway. Yeah, but you could race in Mortal Kombat. Well, Kai, did you have any carding things that I missed that you want to talk about? Um, I, I threw in my quick mention about um, Chippendale races for the Game Boy Color. Did you like that one? Yeah, I used to play it a lot. It was one of the few ones that I had. Hmm. And we used to play um, Crash Racing, Crash Team Racing at my girlfriend's house. Okay. And watch Brandy Cinderella. Oh. We've already talked about CTR. Yeah, well, guess what? It's coming back. You're a dick. We talked about it. Yeah, yeah, it's his favourite, though, and he writes all the notes. I expected this to be a two-parter. And it's not, so we're coming back around. So. The Insane Trilogy did gangbusters, okay? And if you're one of those people who said, Oh, it was too hard. They, they made those games easier than the originals. You're just fucking weak. Ooh. All right? Also, it's have you been playing them for the last 20 years? Yeah, I haven't yeah. lost the... I bet they exhale when they smoke. Yeah, pussies. <laughs> yeah. But with its popularity, it only makes sense that the folks at Activision would continue the trend. This year, we will get our greasy little mitts on Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled. We have, like, shit all information yet. But it's supposedly all the great things of the 1999 version with amazingly beautiful updated graphics and online capabilities. And the cars from Nitro Kart. It seems to have all the carts from the net from all the Crash Racing games, and I'm hoping that it does tracks. I'd yeah. like to see the other tracks. Um, even in DLC, fuck it. I'll take I'm keen it. for my 38th birthday when I finally get to play a remastered version of. Crash of the Titans. Do you reckon they'll get that far and that desperate that they'll start doing the bad Crash games? You're a little bitch and you played the same game over and over again. No, motherfucker, because when I'm talking about bad, I'm thinking about on... Do you remember when Crash and Spyro had the team-up Game Boy game? Yep, and they swapped all their characters. And there was a minigame in the Spyro one where if you pressed all the buttons at the start screen, it would take you to Crash Crash Revolution, and it was literally Game Boy Advance Dance Dance Revolution as Crash Bandicoot. Like tap tap. Yeah, it sucked ass. Oh. No, that's pretty cool. Game Boy graphics, Dance Dance Revolution. I Come thought... on now. Oh no. They should HD remake that one. Yeah. Crash of the Titans and Mind Over Mutant were good. Oh, yeah. You would beat up the monster and then ride them. You just punch them and put a bag over their head. And for some reason, Tiny became like a military homosexual. <laughs> yeah, they really went for the stereotype there, huh? Like, they couldn't have been any more offensive with his voice. Mm, have a YouTube of that. It's kind of fucked up, even for the cool. time. They were a good mm. shake-up. Something different. And Crash was a big idiot like normal. Mm. And you could ride an animal. Any final thoughts on this big mega episode about carts before we go into homework time? I like... Like, carting games are good. I like um, Crash of the Titans. Yeah, the more, the more that they get played, the more popular they'll be, and hopefully they make a big resurgence after the next fucking Mario Kart. Yeah. Like, hmm. If you like Mario, go away. <laughs> Just go away. Take right. your spaghetti and get it out of here. 
Alright. Scoot off to bed. Yep. The honorary homework dab has been initiated. It is time to ask the question. Mm-hmm. What what franchise would you like to see be the comeback that kart racing needs? I want this has nothing to do with memes. I want a Scooby Doo one. I'm surprised that doesn't you, exist. No, We've yeah, got yeah, so many exist. bad Scooby Doo like games. That's not one of them. A member of Mystery Inc. Mm-hmm. And then you have to like go through the championship and you have to like defeat each one of the monsters. Yeah, how fucking how race. hard of a plot is it to say, oh, the go kart track is haunted. Let's investigate, and if you're hundred percent complete, you get the fucking mystery machine. Mm. No, but like. It's, It'll be like level five, the Black Knight Ghost, and you have to defeat him to send him to the Shadow Realm. All the Shadow Realm. Yu Gi Oh, Racing. I would always play as Kaiba because he was a dick. (laughs) (laughs) I think that was a character. Yeah, he was the dick guy. Remember, he like bought the other Blue Eyes card just to rip it up so no one else would I like oh, no. um, the man with the nice haircut and he goes mmm the genre yeah you were talking about some uh Pegasus yeah you're talking about fake dubs there no you, you've I'm wandered away from you've wandered yeah. away from canonical fact here I thought you were talking about that, those songs you were like showing me this morning <laughs> that could be DC Comics Racer and Oracles in a wee oh no oh no got him that's bad yeah, uh, I've done a quick Google check. There is no Scooby Doo card. What about Futurama? Game. What the fuck? That's Power good. Rangers. Mm. Have you seen the leaked stuff from the Power Rangers fighting game that they're quietly working on? No, I'm just looking at the shelf yeah. and naming. Oh, yeah. <gasps> Horror movie racer. Screw you, that was going to be mine. I was going to say <laughs> Slash Street Boys racer. Street Boys? Slash Street Boys. What's that? So it's, it's just the horror movie people. Oh. So like a slasher. Oh, I thought you level. meant featuring Street Boys. Like Slash. Slash them. And if, if you um, pick... Um, so it's horror characters, the guitarist from Guns N' Roses, and Street Boys. Yeah. Done. Fuck yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> Street Boys. Street Boys. If you... No, but- yeah, you can choose like different levels and it's just. Out here on the asphalt. Like, oh, That's me, yeah, Street Boys. This is like the boiler room the level. The boiler room. Oh, yeah. The Crystal Lake. And I hope there. it plays exactly like Muppet Race Mania where everyone's really floppy and they're stupid. Oh, fucking yeah. God. How do you take mine? I hate well, you. No, he had Scooby Doo. He doesn't even know more about it. Yeah, but he um, saying things. And if you pick Chucky, down. the game shuts off and wipes your hard drive. Oh, no. no. <laughs> Kyle? Kyle, do you have an answer? They haven't done one in a long we'll time. Make crappy anime nice. Yeah, because they did that um, Disney skateboarding game and everyone said it was shit, so now they're just not talking about well, they, they rehashing did, stuff. They the just skateboarding make... one, mm-hmm. they did Chippendale um, Race the Magic Kingdom, and they did, there was a Mickey Mouse one. Yeah, Mickey Mouse. But they're all from like the 90s. mid 90s. Mm. They just make the crappy one with all the anime, and for some odd reason, it's really popular. All Kingdom Hearts. Why is Kingdom Hearts great? Kingdom Hearts is great. It makes no sense. No, it does make sense. It's a story and everything. It would be so much cooler without the anime crap. Just make me like a big Disney game yeah, where you go to fan. everyone's world. Why does there need to be dumb anime? Donald Duck doesn't. Because the Avengers hadn't been invented yet, clothes. so they can't do crossovers, apparently. Like, it would, it was a cool idea, and then they added all this stuff that makes me never want to even look at it. Ariel could be in a but bathtub car. No, but I mean, it shouldn't have happened. 
They should have said, how about we make a big game where all our movies can come together? And then some guy goes, yeah, I really like uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! at the moment. Did you Have you seen the gameplay of him in Jump Force? Come on, tell me you've seen it. No. Oh my god. I, jump I want a game where you... Yeah, like, it should be like, um, like a kind of Lego thing. There's like a hub world which could be the theme park. Mm. And you like can pick a character and you do their level first. And then you but can go to one Yeah. Epic Make well, a really big, good quality Epic Mickey. Just blow yeah, but they Epic, have Mickey. Epic Mickey. Yeah, but do it again, but big. New and good. Epic Mickey is newer than Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts is like a week old. The new <laughs> no, one. No, Kingdom Hearts 3 is like I a week mean, old. Why Kingdom the fuck Hearts is there a the new beginning? one? Because they always promised us that no, Kai Kingdom is right. Hearts 3. It, no, no, she's right. Did, what Mickey, Inf- Infinite Mickey or whatever you say Epic. it's called has already come out, so never ever make a sequel or a reboot. Epic ever. Mickey came out with Epic Mickey 2. Oh my yeah, god, that's, that's what he's saying. Make a third. Like Epic Mickey. There can is be three such things. Cooler idea. There's now three, like, no, There's three not. Kingdom Hearts, you hypocrite. There's that actually like 28 because of all the dumb lines. I just, I'm trying to say. Epic Mickey's a cool idea. This other thing is fucking stupid. Do Epic it's Mickey not, again, but anime. One. No, Maybe. it wasn't. There shouldn't have been one. Yes, because they're good games. Maybe. I'm excited for the new Lego Marvel game that also includes the Ghostbusters, and then that's it. Why is it two I'm things that don't this. go together? Because it, you have to hear the story. Oh, let me just put the, peanut butter on my The story will not redeem you can't sit there and say that if you've had nothing to do with it. Because it makes no sense. Sora and his friends are there. It makes no sense forever. because I've had nothing to do with it, so obviously it can't make any sense because I don't know anything about it. The genie sounds like Homer it Simpson. It's good. not very... Well it won't be good because I've never seen anything about it. Except what? for the fact that it includes I've animation style from another country. I've watched like an hour's gameplay of the new one and the story and shit and it still makes no sense. None of them make any sense. It's like, very complicated. It wouldn't make any sense coming into like the 20th game in a series. Well then it's not very good if it can't give new people a thing. What happens like if you brought it for your nephews? Are you going to buy them the 20? Yes. No, make them watch only points. I would buy them 1.5 and 2.5 and then 3. The Gremlins 3 new movie they're making also includes Minecraft characters. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude, Steve. They pulled out 1.5 and 2.5 Minecraft so people play the rest of the series. I don't what you are listening to now is an audio recreation of someone getting very defensive about their cult. You oh. sound like a Scientologist freaking out right now. You want to know something? I'm in charge of this recording. You want it to Men in Black? No, don't release Men in Black. We want people to pay money for it. No, I'm saying this will become a new Men in Black. No, I worked really hard on this episode. I know. Men in Black. So, so stop getting so fucking defensive, please. I'm not getting defensive. I'm you, pointing out you've been that re- you can't hate something can, if you have nothing to do with Trey, it. Trey, as a rule, doesn't like uh, anime. Do you hate the Holocaust? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Nothing to do with it. Moving on. Slushy cucumbers. Can, can I ask a question? Yes. Who's, who's, wait, what, I wrote his name down. Okay. Scrappy dude. What's <laughs> that scrappy dude, you dickhead? Sack boy, who is he? He's a little bit plotted man. He's over here. It's a dumb name like Taserface. Well, he's made out of sack. Yeah, and, and then there was oh, different like, sized ones. He's like a fuggler. Oh my god. 
<laughs> yeah, he's kind of like a fungal. You could get fat ones <laughs> and stuff. You got a fungler in your house. That's lame. Yeah. <laughs> he's a good boy. He was so he close to the like recording. He uh, he does look like a good boy. Yep, Trey doesn't like anime things. That's why he's going to hate my answer. Senren Kartgura. Because like the pun itself is worth my time. Like Digimon and Beyblade. <laughs> These are all good. staples. It's the year of the Beyblade, ladies and gentlemen. Ugh. Beyblade carding. Oh. We just let them rip and try to... Hopefully they go in the circle. They should make a new thing where you have like a Beyblade and your friend pulls it and then you have to hit it with a golf oh. ball. <laughs> just smash a Beyblade. But like... And see where it goes. Great. They'll never do a Senrin Kaga recording game because you can't show their tits from the back of the car. So, you know, uh, that's just me never getting what I want. Unless they're That's the whole origin of Senrin Kagura is like, hey, we're going to develop a game on the 3DS. What do you want to see that's 3D? And the director immediately said, titties. So <laughs> that's what well, they I did. Don't like anime. Oh, no. Yep. It's very decrepit. I'd like, I'd like to see any card in. Like, I was almost excited about Hello Kitty for fuck's sake. Just give me anything. Just give me new ideas, please. Yeah. It's easy. You just put them in a little go kart and you send your characters on a quest. You can put the Futurama people like in spaceships. Hmm. As I was noticing the pattern from transitioning from cheap carding to cheap freemium game, I looked at the Futurama one on my phone and gone, they could have just done a sweet jetpack racing game. Yeah. It would have been better than the Futurama shooting game. Well, because they made Simpsons ones, yeah. Simpsons Kart. No, they did Simpsons Wrestling. Oh, and they well, had Simpsons Hit and Run, and that was fun. Yeah, they, yeah. Yeah, they did Hit and Run instead. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of... I liked that better than a karting game. It was kind of fun. Cool. Okay. Are, we, are we all satisfied? We've listed, like, every karting game that's ever existed today. Yeah, and everyone that should have been existing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we listed a bunch of Nickelodeon characters that aren't in the new game. Yeah. No voice. Nickelodeon has so many good things, they can't put everyone in. That would have been too big. Just do it, man. It's cool. No, that's too big. They're going to make a second one, and it's the exact same game, just with different characters that they couldn't fit in. I'm fine with them doing a DLC download that's bigger than the entire fucking game, and it just gives you, like, a 30-character roster. With goddamn audio. No. Just, I don't want to hear... Because you meant to put on your Spotify. No, I want to hear someone say some shit. Yeah, but then you pay them. They've already got the characters. Like, Like they've got the rights. They're Nickelodeon properties. But it could have been... It's already there. That's why it baffles me. The Toy Story one. The shitty voiceover that wasn't the same actor. Yeah, that's kind of fun. (laughs) Yeah, like, that's what I mean. That's better than nothing. Saddle up and let's hit it. That's about as accurate as it got. Did that was their that? Woody. Huh? He doesn't say that. He fucking does. On oh. the skate park racetrack. Yeah, but does he say that in the movie? No. Okay. <laughs> they don't use audio clips. They use a random asshole. They pull yeah, in and say, I mean. talk thought, like Woody. I thought at least he would do quotes. We might have to do quotes. We're going to have to go back and check on that. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been carding through the ages. I've been Toby Defola. <laughs> and I've been joined by Half Dave. Who panics a little bit when you threaten Disney. No, who's really tired and has to get up and teach a bunch of fucking school. teenagers tomorrow. Yeah, actual teacher. That's the school the worst job of all of us. Yeah. yeah. Um, Everyone I, should rate and review yeah. and give Half Dave their support, because she'd try and have this. Yeah. We've also is. been joined by Megan Chikatilo. Oh, and, oh yeah. and we've been joined by White Collar. 
He'd tonight drink the Beppus. And ladies and gentlemen, remember, if you just put some peas and ham in the ocean, the world's your soup. Class dismissed. No, only the ocean's the soup. It's your soup now, bitch. Yeah, but that's not not the world. world. The whole fucking thing. No, that's not the world. The land is just the croutons on your soup. Oh, jeez. It's around Put some butter on that crouton. The world is the bowl. What are you talking about, you drug fuck? It's a ball. The bowl holds the water. The bowl hole. (laughs) Good night. Because the ball have dipped. Class dismissed. The ball have ditch. Class dismissed. These things are all wet. This one's wet. This one's wet. This one's wet. I have the. I have the Victoria. Did you get that when you went to um? Did you go see um Mary Poppins? It's a musical. No, she got that from like Zing. Oh, I got one.